um, email youthcon at a success or youth talk. What was it? What's the email? <laughs> youthcon at a success. <laughs> Hi everyone, um, welcome to podcast number four. Um, my name is Lonnie Nguyen. I am a level three student, I think, <laughs> um, in A Success, and I have the honor of hosting today's podcast with our YouthCon team. Um, so today we have Ashley, Jen, and Daniel with us today to talk about YouthCon 2020 and what's going on in terms of the award preparation. Ashley, Jen, Daniel, in that order, if you guys could introduce yourself, that would be really cool. Um, hi guys, my name is Ashley. I've been on podcasts before. I joined A Success last year. Daniel kind of roped me and Jen into it. And I'm a rising first year student at UVA. Within A Success, I'm in charge of building LSA content for Saturday sessions. And I also just work with like giving an editorial review to any material that kind of goes out from the organization. And then within YouthCon, I was the point of contact for most of the applicants and the judges. So I dealt with like emailing them and communicating with them. And I was a lead for the essay portion of the scholarship. Okay, Jen. Hi, I'm Jen. I'm a rising freshman at Virginia Tech next year. I'm going to be doing engineering. And at A Success, I'm a student and also a media intern. So I mainly build our social media presence and just get more recruits for the organization. And for YouthCon, I was in charge of oral presentations. So after the semi-finalists were chosen, I organized the event and helped pick the judges. So the day would run smoothly. Great, and then Daniel, if you could introduce yourself. Yeah, hi everyone, my name is Daniel Nguyen and uh, I'm gonna be a rising freshman at William & Mary uh, this coming fall, studying kinesiology as well as business. Uh, in ASSX, I'm like a student and an intern, as well as Jen and Ashley, except that I'm an operations intern. So what I do is I kind of work in between all the different departments of ASSX, including the education portion, uh, our Delta program, and any of the other internal workings of the organization. And I kind of just coordinate uh, going here and there and doing whatever the people there tells me to do. And for YouthCon, I am this year's lead, as well as... I'm in charge of the implementation portion, which is something that we implemented last year. And it's basically when we get the winner to actually carry out their project idea. Um, also, could you also kind of explain a little bit more like what the what YouthCon is and what the winner's project is like before we kind of jump into all the questions about U3? Sure. So uh, basically YouthCon, it's a flagship program here at A Success, and it's a scholarship competition created for high school students based in the DC metro area. And that includes everyone from freshman to high school. And what we're really trying to do here is we're trying to create a platform for them to, number one, earn money for uh, college and whatever needs they have before heading off uh, and continuing their education. Uh, and number two, it's also to just give them a platform for sharing their ideas, creative projects that will benefit their community. And the whole goal is really just to highlight their level of giving back to the community, which has, in a sense, given so much to them. So yeah, so what we're really trying to do is we're just trying to give them 
give them a little space for them to just be creative. Uh, we give them a prompt that lets them develop uh, a project based on a, an issue in their community that they find pressing and important, and they get to come up with their own creative solution, and they get to develop it the way they want to. Yeah, and then so for this year, the first place winner, her name is Lizzie Nguyen, and her winning idea was to collect, like, use sports equipment and apparel for athletes in underserved areas across from the Virginia, and she's going to donate them to local community shelters. I know those are, like, I think that um, after being an A success for so long, I feel like the concept of YouthCon has really changed from just being, like, a, kind of like just a simple student scholarship to really trying to um, push and enact change uh, among our communities, especially those perpetuated by, you know, our youth. Um, so I think that like the concept in itself has really developed and I'm really excited to see what you guys put together this year. So I know that this process in, in itself kind of has you guys working together a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that um, you also all knew each other kind of before coming into A Success. So how did exactly the team form and what made you feel like you wanted to head YouthCon? Well, Daniel kind of roped me and Jen into the whole YouthCon team because I think he had already been assigned to be the student lead at last year's gala. So then he was just like, oh, I need help. And then we just volunteered. And now we're here. Yeah. Um, I was also roped in. Like, I had no idea what it was beforehand. And then we came in and then we like kind of like a brief summary of what it was. But I think we learned more through like doing stuff for the scholarship than like what we knew beforehand. And what made me really interested in staying on the project and even like going on to the team in the first place was that in school, we don't really get a lot of projects like this where we get to implement what we're doing. And like, I really never got a project where we were interacting with new people, judges, and like we were working like cohesively as a team to like actually implement one goal. Yeah, and I think like, the YouthCon project, that was, like, my very first thing I did at A Success. And, like, what Jen said, like, I didn't even know that I could be part of such a big team. Like, because it wasn't just the three of us working. We also coordinated with Wendy and Dave and everybody else in A Success. And for me, it was really special because I remember on the day of the oral presentation when all of the uh, semifinalists were coming in, I was very, like, shocked by how passionate all of them were about their projects and they just carried themselves very well and that you could just tell that they were like super dedicated to improving their communities with their projects. So yeah, like that's why we're here. Um, I think that like at first I remember for a lot of students over the years, I feel like you kind of just dive in head first and you kind of just like learn the process along the way. And it's a very interesting concept because I do feel like the concept of A success and YouthCon in general is it, it's kind of different when it when you compare it to kind of school, because in school you kind of just like work in like pairs and you kind of just do stuff for your class, but it's not really like relevant to is actually present in the community. And in this way through YouthCon, like you're able to give back to your community in a way that you're passionate about. Um, and I think that's just something that I always found really interesting and fascinating about YouthCon, especially when it comes to people's ideas and what they bring to the table in terms of their own like creative community solutions. Like aside from that, like that's just, I feel like that's like the huge like magnet point for YouthCon. And obviously you guys all kind of dove head first and um, kind of learning more about YouthCon and A success along the way. You know, since you had to do that, like do you guys 
kind of wish you had known something or you wish you had kind of that background knowledge before you started doing YouthCon 2020? You know, the, the thing about YouthCon is it's so, it's like, it was bigger at that point in our lives. It was, it was bigger than we could have ever imagined. And that was what made it. And the fact that we, it was unknown to us made it less scary, I guess. You know, looking back on it now, uh, if I were to tell myself that I would be dedicating this much time and effort and all of that to um, this project, I'd probably get scared, you know, being, being as immature as I was. But on the, on the other hand, it was also kind of a project of discovery and learning, not having maybe the proper skills or background in this field as a high school student jumping into this. Uh, it made it a bit more um, fun, I guess, to just discover the skills you needed along the way from people who supported you from the back and who really pushed you along. So I think that it really was something that you had to experience firsthand rather than going into it with uh, a lot of preparation, I guess. Yeah, I agree with Daniel. Um, I guess one thing that I did wish going into it was, um, I know at first we relied a lot on Wendy to kind of guide us and like tell us what we needed to do and giving and give us deadlines. And I wish that we could have just known a little bit better, but like that's just, it comes with what Daniel said. It was all about discovery. And I think that YouthCon really, kind of kickstarted our involvement in a success because it kind of like made us more involved and it allowed us to understand the mission better and to feel more passionate about it and want to be part of the nonprofit side of it and the for-profit so kind of started it all for us when you started with UConn like especially just for your guys's like unique experience of kind of just leading it like right from the get-go without even being a student prior um you kind of like learn to work in a team and like you learn how to work with people outside of your you know usual social group um but I know that because of you guys you guys kind of knew each other prior to running YouthCon together but were there any moments where you kind of felt like frustrated with maybe not one another per se but just like frustrated with the situation or kind of what what did you wish went better like now looking back there are definitely moments like that <laughs> you know I would say that that applies to like the entire like first three months of uh, of YouthCon, you know. I think definitely like we launched YouthCon in October, uh, early November of 2019, and that was probably one of the most stressful times probably of our lives at that point in in high school, just because we had we really went in there, I think with just the wrong mindset. I think we went in there with a certain expectation on, oh, like we want this many applicants, we want to get it done in this amount of time. And it was all really, looking back, completely unrealistic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we set goals for ourselves that while they could have been a hit, it's just that it, it wasn't necessary, I guess. And looking back, it's, we can see now that all that frustration, it wasn't worth it, really, because in the end, even though we got maybe less applicants than we wanted, they were better. They were more unique and more well-rounded and they just had a deeper story to tell. So I, we were focused too much back then on the numbers. And now I guess we've learned that it's more about, you know, the people. Yeah. And since we like kind of dove headfirst into it, like, and we didn't know much, like we've definitely had moments where we did want to rip each other's heads off. <laughs> <laughs> like Daniel. <laughs> Daniel. 
and him like vice versa at us when we were like teasing too much but I think since it was like we didn't know anything and there's like a lot of stressful situations especially like like you know saying the speech in front of like all those people mm-hmm. I think we like kind of leaned on each other when we were really stressed out we kind of like felt better that everyone else <laughs> like we were all stressed equally so then like we could like talk to each other and like help each other when we were all stressed out yeah I think that like the biggest moment of frustration that like is in my mind right now is the one on the day of the oral presentation when Jen had forgotten to send out an email the night before to the judges because we had changed the time of the oral presentation but she forgot to send it out until the morning of and I remember I was sitting in the dining parking lot and I was going to go buy fruit for the oral presentation event and I get a call from Daniel and he's all mad he's like Jen forgot to send the email <laughs> and I was in heels and I ran into the store and I grabbed my fruit and I ran to the ASSS office oh my god I remember texting him and I was like guys don't be mad I like had that moment of That's realizing exactly what she said morning. And, like, we came into the office and we just had to fix, like, the schedule and everything. That day was really hectic. Um, mm-hmm. One of our judges, like, emailed us and he said, like, he wouldn't make it 20 minutes before all the judges were supposed to be there. So we were, like, frantically working together to just find a new judge. It worked out in the end, but I think it's, like, those moments where we really are in the 11th hour is when we really, we can rely on each other really well. We work well together, even though probably before, any time before then, it's like we want to really get at each other's throats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I feel like when you do group projects at school, like you obviously want to like, rip the other person's throat out if like they don't do their share of the work. But also it's also just like, it's not that deep. Like I can make up for it myself in a way. But then when you work on like kind of like this kind of community project where there's so many moving pieces involved, you can't really learn to think on your feet until you actually do it. It's good that those things happened. I mean, like if they didn't happen, I feel your ability to improvise and kind of just come up with things on the spot wouldn't be as well practiced. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, you know, things happen. It's whatever. Now we're way past that moment. We have a winner, um, Lizzie Nguyen with her implementation project and I just wanted to know like what's the progress the team is making now? So I can talk a little bit about Lizzie's implementation of her project. So actually this week she like released her marketing campaign on Facebook and GoFundMe. It's live now so people can go donate (laughs) and share and repost and like and comment. So that's live and she's also been working on documentation of her project because this year especially since um, we're having a limited capacity event we wanted to make sure that people still felt like they were there with Lizzie as she was executing her project so we have a new feature called documentation where she kind of just logs weekly updates about her progress on her project so that's a cool new feature. Uh, unlike last, like the past couple of years, I would say is when we have the A Success Benefit Gala, which is the biggest event for us of the year, uh, where we invite everyone, all our friends and associates of A Success, come together to celebrate the YouthCon winners as well as um, raise money to continue the operations of A Success. Uh, but unfortunately, this year, uh, due to social distancing and quarantine, we had to compromise for a smaller event. Uh, So the plan is to just have a smaller 
still live event, but on a smaller scale with only about 50 to 60 people rather than say the 200 to 250 that we would usually do. Uh, and it's really focused on the youth con winners. Uh, in the past, it was the youth con was a highlight or a portion of the, the gala uh, rather than this year where it's the main focus. It's the, um, the main event. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then also, so we'll be highlighting the winner, the second place and the third place and really focusing in on how their projects are helping the community and how they're making progress towards becoming people who are giving back. And along with that, we're going to be hosting an online live stream of the event open to everyone else, really. <laughs> so we would just love for as many people to come and just celebrate their achievements with us. Yeah, and in terms of like the actual ceremony, we have the venue picked, booked, we have the guest list, we have the program with the timestamps. Things are moving. <laughs> yeah, so if you see a email in your inbox uh, about the event in the next couple of weeks. RSVP. Uh, open it. <laughs> or go to the live stream. <laughs> you know, adjusting for everything that's happened so far with, you know, the pandemic and um, not only that, but also just like things are always just changing all the time. And obviously you have like unexpected setbacks. Um, we obviously could not have planned for, but I know, I think it's like really important that like to like highlight the fact that like we've all worked well together. So to kind of combat those issues and I um kind of this experience in itself is not only unique just given the circumstances of what's going on in the world today but also just the fact that you know we're still going through with this event despite those circumstances it's given us an opportunity to work together online so I guess like even though you're not in person with each other anymore like how does it feel to work with your peers like mentors on a big community project like this online? I would say it brought us even closer than before. Um, yeah. Like before we had um, our, we had our meetings in person, but um, that already means that we can't have them all the time at any time of the day. You know, people have work or they just have kids to take care of or other stuff like that. And they can't come to the office all the time and meet in person. So usually we'd have our meetings maybe once a week, uh, twice a week. Now, online, we are able to kind of just work around all that and uh, together, like, in online, and then we can just work everything out. Um. Yeah, I think that with working together online, everything from reality has kind of slowed down because there's, we don't have any more distractions to be like, oh, I can't meet because I have this because we're all, like, stuck inside our home. So, yeah, I think we've definitely gotten a lot closer um, in both good and bad ways. Yeah, the thing about being online is that it's not just, we have three, uh, all of us really um, have like multiple identities at A6S. Not only are we a part of YouthCon, that's, that in itself is one big thing. We're individual members of uh, the YouthCon ceremony planning teams. We're students, uh, we're interns. So all these different identities kind of have their own schedules and their own, uh, their own responsibilities. And, it's, uh, it's been kind of a challenge, but also kind of fun to just figure out a way to uh, intertwine all of them and make them work without, you know, burning out. It's definitely taught me a lot more than, like, school work does, <laughs> just because, like, now I know, like, how to manage, like, projects, like, write a bunch of emails and, like, just come up with stuff, like, on the spot when I'm asked. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I think communication was the biggest thing that we we had to learn, and it's just something that wasn't taught at school. Oh, and I was just thinking that, like, um, when Dan was talking, I was thinking about how, as, like, a YouthCon team, especially this year, I think we've been the most involved in a success ever, and I think that's partly because we've been at home so we kind of have the opportunity to be more involved in like all aspects of a success yeah. so i mean if i didn't believe in the mission i probably wouldn't be able to stand being here so long <laughs> yeah i feel like it's just a very hard concept to explain on one hand like yeah like you know running community projects all that like it doesn't seem too bad but then you kind of put into context like all the work and like skills that go into it you kind of realize like what schools teach you it's not like the end-all be-all you know like school isn't everything like it's also really important to get like real life experiences like no matter how like challenging or no matter how like even easy it is like you know any experiences any experience is experience it makes me really excited for what the youth con ceremony is going to be like on august 8th to our audience like could you describe what it would be like in terms of like the environment um especially with the pandemic, any precautions we're going to be taking to ensure the health and safety are, are, of our guests and maybe even shining a light on our guest speakers that we're going to be having. Um, yeah. We know that we have to stay safe and that's big, our, like our biggest priority. So some of the measures that we're taking is we're making sure that everyone has a mask, first of all, as well as uh, putting tables six feet apart and basically uh, reducing the amount of people sitting together. So usually, you know, at fancy events, you have like 10 people sitting at a nice table. Unfortunately, we can't have that, but we'd still like people to sit with who they came in with uh, at smaller tables, but they will be isolated from other people so that you, uh, to minimize the risk. Another thing is, you know, constant sanitation via you know, hand sanitizer and hand washing stations, as well as for the protection of our speakers, different microphone covers so that any germs that are transmitted onto the microphone cover isn't being inhaled by the next speaker. So just a couple measures like this, as well as uh, some others, some minor details put in place so that we can minimize the risk as much as we can. Yeah, um, I can talk a little bit about the keynote speaker. So this year, we really wanted to focus on the medical field because we thought it's important, like within the context of the COVID, uh, with COVID-19, um, we thought it was important to kind of inspire people to take action. And our keynote speaker for this year's YouthCon ceremony is going to be Dr. Duck Lee, and he's the president-elect of a nonprofit called Hope for Tomorrow. And he's also an accomplished doctor with um, many, many years of experience. So we chose him because we really thought he embodied the our theme, Lasting Legacy. I don't even know if we've spoken about Lasting Legacy, but basically Lasting Legacy means leaving a community better um, than it's found by inspiring a ripple effect of positive change in one's community. So we really, we, we reached out to him because we thought that he was like the perfect example of that because he has many years of experience in helping underserved communities. So that's why we chose him. Yeah, our, uh, our theme this year, we really focused in on not only making an impact, but how can we make that impact sustainable? And how can we make sure that even after uh, helping out the community and making a difference, how can we make sure that that difference is continuing? So yeah, I think that like we've tried our best in um, kind of addressing the, the concerns that 
uh, our community has had in terms of the current pandemic. And we're really excited to have Dr. Duke Lee come and speak to our guests about the importance of leaving a lasting legacy in your community, no matter how big or small. Um, but, you know, UConn, again, is just one of those things that we've done every year. Um, so next year, we actually ha- have chosen Liam Nguyen as our next lead for UConn 2021. And I know you all, or I don't know who exactly was in the meeting today, but I know some of you have met the kind of prospective future team of UConn for next year. So what are you imagining for UConn 2021 to be like? I think that Liam knows exactly how everything's going to play out because we we let him know that we have like a folder with all of our, uh, all of our content and all of our information and we just gave them some guiding tips about how like you guys really need to focus and make sure that the work is like divided up equally among the the three of them and also it's one boy and two girls again so we know that's going to work out because it worked out this year. <laughs> And, like, since this year, we had last year's work to kind of base our stuff on. And I know they didn't have much to, like, work off of, like, before. So I think, like, every year, we're kind of, like, building off the last one. So next year, I imagine it to be even better than what we did. And I have no doubt that Liam will, like, carry it out beautifully. Yeah, I think in the past, um, and up till now, we've definitely been getting better at kind of documenting our process. From last year, especially, they kind of really upped their game of uh, keeping records of all their plans and stuff. So this year, that was a really big help to us. And just following that trend, I know that next year, they'll have a lot of resources to tap into. And another thing is, uh, Liam has really been following the entire, not only the youth con ceremony, but also just the the scholarship, uh, you know, working uh, almost as an intern and all of us. So he really understands the process and what exactly to do, as well as yeah, he has the skills as well. So I think he'll do a great job. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I think he'll definitely do a great job. I think that, you know, from what I've heard, he's really excited about what's to come next year. And I think all of us um, are going to be there to support him. So we're really excited to see uh, not only how, you know, our ceremony is going to go this year with the current circumstances, but hopefully by next year, um, we'll be able to have, you know, a bigger, better uh, UConn ceremony, as always. From what you all have said today, like, it's, I think it's really highlighted the importance of, like, kind of advocating for our youth to be more involved in their communities. And I think that, like, that's, a, that's something that's not really emphasized in a lot of schools, just because, like, you know, people kind of say, like, oh, you're still learning, you don't know, like, much about what to do in real life. In a way, like, that isn't the mindset we're supposed to have. I think it's really important to have the mindset that, like, oh, like, I can do anything that I put my mind to and that I'm passionate about. And I, like, really think that, you know, UConn has served as that kind of gateway for people to realize that. Um, mm-hmm. Whether that be, like, planning it, like you guys are, for Lizzie, and even the other applicants who have been able to present this idea to a panel of judges and to present this idea to our community. It's just such a big thing, and I'm really hoping that next year more people will apply, more people will share their ideas, and the team in itself will learn more about themselves in a way that they've never been able to before. Um, But with that said, we're actually going to go to a round of rapid fire questions. Okay, so what is one word you would use to describe each other? Okay, Jen would be curious, Daniel would be ambitious. Ashley would be happy and daniel would be dominant <laughs> okay. okay um 
Ashley would be difficult, and Jen would be difficult. <laughs> you can't use the same word. I'm Very difficult. <laughs> okay, I changed my answer to difficult. Next question. Jen was difficult, period. Okay, so moving on, what was your best memory? <laughs> okay. I think my best memory was probably when we were practicing for the sense speech in Daniel's basement and we were all kind of just critiquing each other, but it was very constructive um, feedback. And I, I just like, I had a lot of fun. And that's also when I find, found out I got into UVA. So that's probably why it's my best memory. <laughs> my best memory was um, that at the end of the oral presentation day, like we just kind of got through it and we like sat on the couch and we were like, whew. Yeah, I, I had to say the same thing. Um, it was at the like almost at, as soon as the the last uh, applicant finished the oral presentation, and we we just like let out a sigh, like a uh, we just were so relieved, and because we we knew that everything paid off at that point. Um, yeah, that was like the there final. was basically nothing else that could go wrong <laughs> for that part of the scholarship. So then, I mean, I guess kind of going off of that, like, would you do I guess YouthCon again? Yes or no? Well, it has to be a yes. <laughs> I think it was a good one-time experience. We learned a lot. Like, I don't regret going into it at all. I definitely learned so much. But I don't think I would run another one. <laughs> I, I'm happy with what we did this time. You know, yeah, it's such a unique experience. And it was a lot of fun to do. Um, I don't think I would do another one. But I think if I had the chance, I would do this one again like yeah. over again like, yeah, i wouldn't do a, a second one yeah, Sorry, yeah. no chance <laughs> no chance yeah i also don't think that i would do it again i think it's time for other people to kind of experience what we went through because we learned a lot and like i agree i would do this same thing again but i wouldn't do another one yeah youthcon really is like Have fun, Liam. Um, it's a one time and then you like learn so much within within it's success like youthcon is kind of viewed as like a rite of passage yeah. it's like yeah, you know you, sure. you go in there everyone goes in there blind you go in there you try your best and then if you make it out alive then you've, you've just grown so much but it's not <laughs> something that you throw yourself into again you know it's one and done yeah i mean i think that like in terms of running youthcon i feel like you know doing it once is like already a memorable experience in itself um, but when it comes to the ceremony like what are you guys most excited about i'm probably most excited about um the the first place winner um when she gets to really just share her ideas and also answer some questions from our donors and just anyone who's in attendance uh and that way she they can really understand why she did her project and where it came from and they'll get to see that it was more than just you know a surface level volunteering project but something that she was really passionate about so when they get to realize um the same passion that she does then i, I think it's going to be a really good moment i don't think i'm like excited for one moment i think i'm excited for like the feeling of like oh wow like everything paid off because i know how much work everyone's like putting into this so, like to see it just like all come together i think that's like really exciting yeah i think i'm excited just to like finally see everybody again like i haven't seen any of any of you in person like I've just seen your faces on a screen so I'm excited to see everybody again and then also I know that this year we're very ambitious with like the message that we want to send 
we really want to people to like walk away from the event feeling like they understand and they can rally behind like the power of youth. So I, I'm going to like back Daniel up on his response. I think that it's going to be great to see how people can realize that like, despite everything that's been going on, Lizzie was able to carry out this amazing project because of her passion for service and because of her passion for her project. So I'm ready to see that come to life. No, yeah, I'm really excited to see like all of like our hard work pay off. But I'm also really excited, you know, to what 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 comes next? You know, like after YouthCon, like you guys are all going to college and whatnot. Um, and Liam is obviously going to be taking on YouthCon for 2021. So, do you have any advice for his team next year, or just for any students that like come across a success and you know may not understand completely the concept? But like, what would you encourage them to kind of put forth? I'd say don't be scared to like jump at opportunities. Um, like, if you're like offered something, like don't be scared to like step out of your like comfort zone because you never know what you're going to find when you actually go and do it. Cause I know like sometimes I could like be a little bit scared to like do certain things, but since YouthCon and like joining here in the organization, like I feel like I've definitely gone out of my comfort zone and like learned so much more from that. Um, my advice is um, I would, I would say find a mentor. Uh, and that doesn't have to be some official relationship, but it really is just find someone or multiple people who you look up to that help you, uh, especially uh, in terms of the YouthCon team next year. I think that uh, for us, the many people around us, the mentors, even you, Lonnie, were such a big help to us because uh, we were so we were so young and uh, it was such a new world for us getting into this. Uh, so they really kind of took us in and taught us so much about how to manage a project and how to deal with uh, other people. So I think that finding these people and using them as your goal and as your mentor is such a great thing. Yeah, so kind of with what Daniel and Jen said, like combining what they said together, I think it is important to stay open-minded and, and just like be open to new opportunities because especially with AA Success, there's so many different connections and so many things that will be thrown at you and it's really up to you to decide like what you want to do with your own future. So just being willing to throw yourself at opportunities and take them head on. And then um, for anyone interested in like in AA Success or in joining AA Success, I think that they should know that this community is very like tight knit and close knit and it's a very safe space for learning and for growing. Like every mentor, every student here is very like, they're just very welcoming and helpful and they want to see you grow and they want to see you be successful. So just accepting that and like letting all the love in, even though it might be scary. So yeah, just being willing to having open mind and being willing to grow. Oh, yeah, I know. I totally agree. I think that, like, you know, this whole experience of not only just YouthCon, but just being an A success, it kind of, like, opens your eyes to the relationships and opportunities that, like, you can have outside of your home, your family, your, you know, group of friends that you've known for, like, years and years, or just, um, I think that, like, all of it is just a really um, eye-opening experience that allows you to figure out, you know, like, what you're good at and, like, what you like. And um, kind of what you want to do in your future. And I think that's just all really important. What, and we also feel very, you know, it's a very unique experience. Um, but, you know, thank you all three of you, Daniel, Jen, Ashley, for kind of joining me today in discussing um, YouthCon, 
Um, our event on August 8th is going to be at Old Town Hall from 11 to 1 p.m. Email yukon at asuccess.org for more information or check out our website at asuccess.org to learn more about what ASuccess does within our community and how important it is for our youth to leave their own lasting legacy in their communities. Um, so again, thank you, Ashley, Jen, Daniel, for joining me. And thank, thank you, you Lonnie. for our listeners Lonnie. <laughs> um, for listening on this podcast and stay tuned for the next podcast. How was I don't know how it was compared to the podcast that you guys have done. Like I, I haven't asked them, listened. but all I know is yeah. that Dave is really doing some ASMR. <laughs> We're done. Wait, 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 okay. We're done. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Thanks guys. See? 728. Still within the hour. <laughs> <laughs>